usual, we have your hosts, Tim, Lachlan, Addy, and Ruben. Hey. So, uh, the purpose of this episode is I haven't decided um, what we're going to do next as far as books are concerned, and uh, we're going to instead just record this process and make it an episode so everyone can see um, what this looks like. <laughs> so, uh, you can't do that without a beer, but I don't have a beer, I have a cider. Um, this is one of those cloudy apple ciders that we got from Bilpin. That's a, it's kind of like a local one. It, it's local-ish. Um, I realised today I only had two left, so we're going to have to do another trip soon. <laughs> yep. Count me in. Mm. Uh, how about you, Lachlan? What are you drinking? Uh, I've got a bit of uh, Crawford's uh, orange gin, which is nice and refreshing. It's pretty warm today. Need a refreshing drink. <laughs> to fall in love with a ring and tang in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie reference. How about you, Ruben? What are you drinking? Uh, I've got a. I've got the Captain tonight. Old trust. Oh, Captain Morgan. Mm. I nearly bought a bottle of that today. I was at the bottle shop, and um, I, I got another bottle of Kraken because I just love the stuff. Um, why not? But yeah, if you're gonna grab the captain, if you're gonna grab the captain, get it from Audi. It's always about five, five to seven bucks cheaper there. <laughs> okay, noted. Hot tip. It is a hot tip. Uh, okay, so we last week finally wrapped up our read-through of The Republic by Plato, uh, featuring Socrates, and uh, now we need to decide what we're going to do next. So, the for those of you at home, uh, The Republic was basically Reuben's suggestion, that was the one he wanted to do. Um, so, he's kind of gone, well, I chose the last one, so someone else can choose this one. And, um, Look, it, it's what, not that I, I couldn't. It's not that I couldn't list about three or four books I'd love to do for the next one, but it, I just don't think it'd be fair. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So now we're at this point where we're like, well, what do we read? Um, and, and Lachlan, what what were your thoughts on the issue? Um. Well, I, I kind of felt that we should kind of continue the uh, the old school vibe. That we were going with um, with the Republic and have a look at a few more classics. Mm. It's really so, the uh, angle I was coming from. Yeah. So I'm on board with this. I'm on board with going old school. Um, but which old school? That's the question. So I have some suggestions that I wanted to table, and then I figured we could discuss, and you guys could maybe add some other suggestions to the table. So the first one cool. on my list is, oh sorry, Gary. Oh, we have have. Is there a consensus that we're going to stay ancient? I can tell by Tim's face that he's going to uh, be testing that theory. I have a feeling. <laughs> well, that was. Let, uh, let's let of... the surprise un, un, unfold. Okay. Go, Tim. Give us give us your yeah. uh, give us your list. Let's have a look. <laughs> that, that, that was what I felt everyone wanted. Um, yeah. <laughs> I may be wrong about that. So, 
my f anyway, so my first book to put forward as a potential is um, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, which I have read before. Um, yeah. But it's a book that uh, when I read it, I found heaps of things in it really helpful. And they're things that I use at least weekly. Um, so, you know, that's certainly one that I'll enjoy reading with you guys and seeing what you guys think about it and I'm sure we'd learn some more things uh, the next one that I was considering was Letters from a Stoic um, by Seneca and uh, I've read a couple of them that's a really big book um, probably wouldn't work through the entire book would probably just choose uh, I don't know five or ten um, of those letters and work through them and have a discussion about those um, and the last one was um, I can't quite remember the, the correct name for it but it's the trial of, is trial of Socrates is that the right have I said the right thing there Ruben uh, yeah it's, a, it's sometimes it's called Plato's Apology and sometimes it's called the trial of uh, Socrates yeah um, so that's the third one I was considering tabling mm. um, because I think it'd be cool to stay with uh, Plato and Socrates and now that we've worked through his ideas and um, you know that classic about him um, to then look at that and see you know what that has to say and if anything if any of his opinions moved or changed or anything like that so there uh, you go. I've tabled my three ideas. So um, let's 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 discuss them one by one, I reckon, and and see what everyone thinks. So uh, meditations. Um, what are your thoughts, Ruben? And go. Well, well, hold on. <laughs> and no um, pressure. <laughs> no, no. When we read the Republic, I'd not read that before. So mm. there was sort of we're all in an even. None of us had read it before. Um, the problem with your recommendations is two of them you've read or so one of them you've read one you've partially read and then the problem with the third one the Plato, uh, Plato's apology is I've read it so <laughs> if if we want to maintain the uh, it's all fresh material for all of us we don't have to I'm just saying if, if, that's, if, that wants, if that's our approach then it'll only leave uh, the middle one um, uh, letters to a something Letters, letters from, from a Stoic. Yeah. Yeah, letters from a Stoic. Hmm. Um, I'm not suggesting we said... have to we have to go with that strategy, but that's that's just one that's one option for looking at it. I think um the, the counter to your uh, your measure you've used there, Rubes, would just be that um, I suppose like the process that we use to sort of go through it and because we sort of break it down small and have a big conversation about it, you probably get something different out of it from maybe Anyone. having the, the, the read through last time, but, um, yeah, that's fair. As Timmy said, he's interested to see what our thoughts are oh, on uh, a book that he's enjoyed. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, um, interested in, uh, meditations just, um, I think, um, he's an interesting character in history. Um, 
and certainly it's got some uh, some cachet and credibility to it as well, like similar to the Republic did. I mean, and so does um, Letters from a Stoic as well, I suppose. Like it, it's sort of um, coming out of that same sort of, uh, you know, hymn sheet. But, um, but yeah, look, I, I'm certainly happy to, to, to read about uh, Marcus Aurelius and, uh, and all that sort of stuff. I think it sounds really interesting. Um, well, I mean, I Marcus Aurelius was emperor, right? Yep. So he was basically a king and he was a yeah. philosopher. So that kind yeah. of bleeds into the last book because that's what uh, sure. that's what Socrates is pushing for. Mm. Yeah, mm. it does. Yeah. What was what about Seneca? What, was Seneca? Where did Seneca land? Was he uh, an advisor or he was never he was quite emperor? The time of the Apostle Paul, actually, I think. Um, I'm just trying to get the exact dates, but I'm pretty sure his brother met Paul or discussed things with Paul in, in tradition. Um, yeah, right. But he wasn't he wasn't an emperor himself or anything. No. Um, I'm just looking up on him now. Uh, so he was born in Spain over 2,000 years ago, educated in Rome. He was son of Seneca the Elder, well-known Roman writer. Um, he pursued a career in politics and became a high-ranking financial clerk. Um, Yes. Hmm. Just trying to see what else he did. Anyway, he's got a lot of books. Um, there's other books on his. So there's one called On the Shortness of Life. That's one I've I would like to read. Yeah. Um, I've skimmed it, but I don't really remember it. I, I, I think I found like this old PDF version on a Kindle once and. <laughs> skimmed it but I certainly didn't go into it in depth um, so that would be another one um, I'm pretty sure there's one that he does about um, what's it called about man it's a Seneca is it the uh, I can't remember. I'll look it up in a minute. But yeah, hmm. Seneca's did a lot. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, just uh, to note, Marcus Aurelius's um, Meditations, that is a journal. So it, it's a very different sort of read to what we just read. Uh, yeah. It, it is a bit... You've got to go digging for the gold. It's not as uh, easy to work through and uh, entertaining. What do, you, what do you mean digging for the gold? You mean like he talks about what he had for dinner and the status of the the crop season, the, you know, how the crops are going that season, and then in there somewhere there's philosophy mixed in the middle? Or yeah, like well, think of it like it's a it's a journal of someone who uh, was a student of philosophy, but it wasn't written to be a book on philosophy. Yeah, right. So there's examples of how he applied his philosophy and things that he would say to himself as he wrote his diary about how to try and embody his philosophy um, so he would talk about like today I'm going to meet with the slanderer and all these different things uh, like different <laughs> negative types of people and then 
remind himself that he doesn't have to uh, react to them and that he can behave in the way that he chooses to so it's just more things like that like um, insight into how he sort of thought and um, yeah yeah right so that but there's heaps of gold in there particularly if um, like in my workplace I'm a leader and having that book it's a good reference because um, man he had to lead through some pretty hard times yeah some crappy uh, situations yeah, right. um okay other other anything else you guys want to put forward besides so we've, we've talked about meditations a little bit talked about we well, haven't talked about letters of a stoic too much or letters from a stoic too much um, yeah, have you looked up I, I don't know that book at too all? much about that one, to be honest, uh, other than um, knowing of Seneca by way of reputation, but um, I, I don't know much about his work or um, or his writings, so that one's a bit of a mystery for me. How about you, Ruben? Um, yeah, I only know Seneca by name. I'm kind of in the same boat. Um, if with, I think with Plato's Apology, I like the idea of going to the end of Socrates' life and, like you say, seeing where he, if his ideas moved or see how they culminated and so on and so forth. But I think the thing about Plato's writings and Socrates is there's so many of them. Um, and I, I think there's probably one or two that we might want to read before we get to the end of his life anyway like so i mean like his symposium talks about what love is and things like that so like they're they're considered pretty foundational texts as well so but i don't think there's any rush getting to uh to the end of socrates's life hmm. yeah and plus we i mean we just we just did one we just did one plato so there's no reason we can't come back to plato again at another time well that's right so okay well to me that sounds like we're parking Plato for now that's cool so um just looking here there's uh, one other um sort of author of that sort of era that always seems to pop up when you're looking at this stuff too um hmm. uh what's it Epictetus or something like that I think his name is yeah that was actually on my that was going to be my curveball throw in in about five minutes <laughs> in case we started with these three because I haven't read any of his stuff sure so that's certainly one we could do too uh, hmm. I'll just see well another um, another option um, that we can look at maybe not on this round is we can go back because basically the big one after Plato is Aristotle. So we could do some Aristotle at some point as well and sort of work our way forward. Yep. I wouldn't mind um, tackling some Aristotle as well. I think um, it, it's probably just a question of um, just picking the right text because I, I know we sort of had that conversation before about some of it being a bit a bit dry as well. And uh, yeah, we just have to make sure we pick our mark there if, we, if we're going that way. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I would want to do um, on rhetoric um, only mm -hmm. because it's basic. It's about persuasion, so I, I thought that I think that'd be interesting. Um, sure. But, 
the Nicker McCann ethics is supposed to be pretty foundational as well. But I mean, if we're not, we're not strictly going to, we're not strictly speaking trying to go chronologically, so we can no, no. come back to Aristotle at a later date. Yeah. Well, Epic Epicurus, coming back to Epicurus, um, I'm just looking up, they reckon there's, according to what I'm here at Wiki, there's like 44 different writings of his um, yeah. for the major works. He does one well, called I think like On Love and... He was either contemporary to or prior to Socrates, I think. Um, that's uh, Epicurus, but then there's Epictetus as well. They're two different dudes. Epictetus is a uh, Stoic, and I think Epicurus was like, actually, I'm not sure where he fits into it, but he was, um, well, I thought he was Greek. I'm just looking here. Yeah, Epictetus was the one that I'd come across. Uh, it's called the uh, Enchiridion, I think was the, the book. Um, it's fairly short, though. It's, it's, um, <clears throat> it's only like, 26 pages so you could almost like slam dunk that one and uh <laughs> and move on to the next yeah sure one one yeah uh, one episode right <laughs> That's how oh, don't jinx us <laughs> oh my gosh um <laughs> all right so no writings by epictetus are known his discourses were transcribed and compiled by his pupil arian the main work is the discourses Four books of which have been preserved out of the original eight. Um, he also did a popular digest entitled the Encridian or Handbook. That's what you just mentioned, yes. I think. Yeah. That's what I just mentioned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Is that look, I'm happy to go the, there because uh, I haven't read anything from him. Um, well, it might be of interest too because. Uh, it's written of note that it was uh, uh, popular <clears throat> for uh, intellectuals uh, and anti-Christian thinkers. So I'm curious what ideas he's got inside there. Um, is that Epictetus or Epicurus? Uh, Epictetus, the Enchiridion. Interesting. Yeah. Well, I think Tim just mentioned that something about Arian. Um, yes. If that's the Arian, there was a great something called the Great Arian Heresy, which uh, happened early on in the church. Okay. Um, my uh, very limited knowledge of that is essentially that he was the bloke who denied the deity of Christ, I think. There you go. And apparently got a lot of headway early on. So. Hmm. Okay. I just looked up uh, that's good, that's Titus, um, he's uh, AD 55 to AD 135 Greek sage and stoic philosopher born a slave, yeah, right. lived in Rome and then uh, fled to Greece okay well um, what do you think I'm, um, I'm pretty relaxed with any of the selections, to be honest. Um, I, um, 
I think Epictetus might be a bit of fun and uh, in, in the sense that, you know, if we, if we find we don't love it in any case, it's a fairly short read, so we can, um, we can always move on to another one fairly quickly. <laughs> well, right, so... if it's only 27 pages, why don't we look at doing that as well as uh, one of the three that Tim organised? Yeah, yeah. Um, particularly, I mean, if, if, if one's a diary, one's a journal and, and one's a series of letters, we could sort of interpose them without too much disruption. Well, if let's let's start with uh, Epictetus. Um, hopefully, we can smash that out in a couple of weeks, and then uh, jump on to whatever the next one is. What do you think? Sorry, I, I cut out pretty badly. Then I, I didn't hear any of oh, okay. the last five seconds. So, so did I. <laughs> I was just saying um, we could just do Epictetus. Um, yep. because it will be short and sweet see what he has to say yep. and then um, then maybe move on to I think I'd like to do Seneca before meditations yeah alright what's, uh, what's your rationale there uh, I think as I was saying meditations is written by a guy that liked the Stoics um, so I think to understand what he's talking about probably need to understand a little bit what's influenced him mm. righto so sounds like a plan alright so what's like the book the we're doing from is, Epictetus uh, I like this Epictetus idea because that's, that's real left field I've no idea what to expect on that so it'll be good <laughs> so we're doing discourses or the Encridian I like Encridian I'm just going purely off how epic that uh Sound. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was in Critian, it was uh, 26 pages. I don't know about the other one. Uh, it was at Discourses, was it? Yeah. All right, well, let's, that's it. Decision made. Lock it in. Bang. Look at that. It took us 22 minutes, and we have a decision. <laughs> and then I'll find the Seneca book I want to do that I haven't read yet because I know he's got heaps and I like some of what I've read of his but there's a lot that I haven't read so dang I, I just looked up the discourses uh, 530 pages so it's a Ouch. It, it's a different jam <laughs> didn't they just say that they only found half of it like 4 out of 8 <laughs> I don't know <laughs> that's the 4 of the 8 I guess holy moly <laughs> How did they make such long books when they didn't have uh, uh, you know what? press? It, it's probably got uh, lots of annotations at the start. You know what I mean? How um, it's the same with the Republic. It had big chunky annotations at the start. When, in my copy, did anyway. Yeah. 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 Oh, we have it. We have a winner. <laughs> so that is what we will do next. Excellent. Awesome. Now we all just right, have to make sure uh, that we get the exact same copy so that when we read it, we're reading the same thing. <laughs> yes. So, well, um, I'm, I'm thinking we're going to have to go electronic copies because good luck finding copies of that in Western Sydney. <laughs> Fair point. Okay. Well, um, let's go with that. So, um, now that we've made that decision, uh, yep. I reckon we uh, head on down to the pub for lots of us. Sure. And, uh, here we go. I'll insert music here.
<laughs> All right, and uh, let's 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 talk some nonsense for a little bit, and then we'll sign off. Um, let's do that. Cars. We've been looking at cars a lot this week. Talking in the chat. Um, the car market is crazy right now, as is real estate. Um, but Russia's looking like they're going to misbehave. Um, do you think that uh, if that happens, you know, all these markets are going to suddenly change in Australia? Do you think it'll impact, you know, home loans and house prices and used car market? What are your thoughts, Lachlan? Kind of depends, I think, on... Um... <clears throat> Yeah, look, how much they muck up and, and what the, the world's reaction is going to be. I don't, I don't think anyone really wants to go to war. Um, but um, I don't know, maybe that's um, what he's banking on and that he figures he can just kind of like waltz on in and take it. But um, obviously the US president sort of said if they do that, um, rather than war, he's saying that they're going to cut them access to the uh, international payment system, which is the SWIFT payments, they're called. And uh, by doing so, that'll um, really sort of damage their international trade. So I don't know. It's um, interesting to see if that would sort of be the. I, I mean, they they can do that, but I can't see Russia if they've started to occupy Ukraine. So say, oh, you've cut our access to the SWIFT code. Oh, we'll, we'll walk back to Russia now. I, I can't see that stopping. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see. Look, nobody wants it to escalate, but um, I think uh, Putin's a pretty, uh, you know, stalwart and set sort of man. So if he's got a plan and he wants to do something, he's probably going to do it. It's just, uh, I think, more interesting to sort of see what uh, happens with the um, uh, trade with China as a, as a result of that, though, too. Um, and, um, you know, whether that sort of helps China, Russia relations. And mm, that, that, that could get very interesting in the, the global context, I think. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Um, but um, yeah, I, I think that if that does sort of play out that way, then, you know, there, there could be a bit of, yeah, cascading, <laughs> cascading issues, but uh, I would sort of, I would hope that it sort of deescalates. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm trying to put faith in the in the world being a little bit more progressive than maybe what we had been in the past, but um, I don't know if that's uh, hopeful or naive or or both. But <laughs> I think I think you can hope that for the West. I'm not sure that you can for those who are not part of the West. So mm. Mm. yes, what what are your thoughts, yeah. Ruben? Anything to add there? Oh. I don't, I don't know enough about it to be honest. I um I just hope if there's an open conflict, they leave our boys out of it. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think they'd be um um sort of sending any troops. It it sort of sounds like it's more going to be um I don't know supporting the Ukraine rather than sort of like actively putting troops on the ground. But there's lots of countries that are sort of on the borders around there that are now NATO NATO uh, country or NATO subscribers or what have you. It didn't used to be, and um, you know they can put troops into there, but that doesn't mean you're going to have actual conflict. So um, yeah, I, I don't think anyone's going to have the taste after 
you know, having just pulled out of Afghanistan and the kind of mess that happened when all that sort of unfolded, like it was only last year, right? So I can't see anyone being in a real rush to send troops in. <laughs> yeah. Could be wrong though. We'll see. Okay. Mm. But um, yeah. What? My second topic for the pub philosophers, if we're done with that one, is um, it's to do with Star Wars. <laughs> one of my uh, favourite things to love and also get frustrated by. Um, <laughs> something occurred to me. I was watching some guy talking about Star Wars, um, and he he made note that there'd been a survey of the top villains in movies and shows and stuff. And there's like a hundred different villains listed and Palpatine didn't make it into any of them. And um, once he explained why he thought that was bad, I agreed with him. And But it made, what it made me realise is, um, and I know that um, none of us are massive fans of the prequels, mm-hmm. but I want to put forward this, and this guy didn't say this, but I want to put this forward to you. I think if you watch the prequels as the Palpatine trilogy not the Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker trilogy Mm. you can see that George Lucas directly lifted Palpatine's rise to power from the Republic alright it's been too long for uh, me having watched it so So basically he he creates chaos and then comes in as the saviour and then once he's the saviour makes more enemies appear and you need me to keep everything safe and then gets great oh you mean like the, you mean like uh, Socrates' shift from democracy to tyranny yeah is that what you mean what yeah. yeah um it's yeah it's, no, it's, that. yeah watch, watch it with that Put that hat on take off the mm. we're watching the genesis of darth vader throw that hat away and put on the we're watching the journey of democracy into tyranny and mm. palpatine's like a direct lift from the republic <laughs> yeah. all right the um uh, that what you what you mentioned there too that whole about thing creating different enemies i mean that that's something that all will talk about as well if you read 1984 he references the you know one one minute you're at war with one faction the next minute you're at war with the other and you and the other faction were always your friends that kind of stuff you know just trying yeah. to keep everyone yeah, scared they, and compliant rewrite all the uh all, all the uh propaganda every time don't they they keep changing yeah yeah <laughs> yep so was it the one minute yeah. of hate a day or something they had i can't remember it's been a while since i've read 1984 uh, yeah, I long, six, six minutes or something. I don't know. Six minutes of hate. Yeah. <laughs> six minutes seems like a long time. It does. That's a lot of hate. <laughs> it happens every time they play um, All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. There's your six minutes of hate for a group of people. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to, um, I don't know whether I mentioned this before, but I, uh, I wanted to put up a meme around the COVID time because I was going to have a meme that said, All Will brought you however many minutes of hate. Gladys Berejiklian brings you 11 a.m. fear session or something like that. <laughs> yeah, it was like that. It really was like that. Every every you know every every day at 11 a.m. Gladys would come on and tell us how scared we should be and how compliant we should be, 
And it did say a lot of officers would stop and they'd sit there and they'd watch that, that morning 11 a.m. COVID report. And I was like, oh, this is just like, this is all well, but it's fear instead of hate. Mm. Yeah. That was the same at my workplace. We would all, everyone would stop and you'd listen to the news and hear the count and is there more restrictions? Yeah. Yeah. It was weird. Mm. I think some people saw it as unifying. I, I saw it as a, a control technique. <laughs> yeah. You can be uh, unified in fear, though, right? True, true. <laughs> like Palpatine. <laughs> yeah. That was his plan, from what Timmy was yes. saying. Yes. So I, I put it to you. Rewatched the original, well, not the original, the uh, the prequels, that through that different lens, and I think I, it becomes much more interesting when you watch it through that lens. And I can completely now see what um, he was trying to do when he was making that. Um, mm. Yeah, it's totally changed my opinion. So reading the Republic has changed my understanding of Star Wars, which never thought that would be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a bit of that's a bit of a commitment to sit down and watch those three movies again. I, I actually uh, watched the the first two again not long ago, and uh, I've, I've got to sit down and watch the third one again. I don't. I watch them every now and then. I, the, the the prequels. Um, yeah, whilst they. They weren't brilliant. I remember somebody saying that they um had actually aged all right, and so I thought, you know, I'll go back and give them another crack. Where's that? Yeah, so we need to do a uh, seven, eight, and nine. Do we have to do yeah. like a a trilogy? Uh, should we call it? Should we rewatch them over a period of time and then do an episode like a platonic review of uh, the first? The, I mean, the, the, the Star Wars or something. Yeah, I'm up for that. <laughs> a review through. Uh, Plato's lens or something. That'd be, yeah, that'd be interesting. We could do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so does he have a uh, noble lie to bring them all together? Metachlorians. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's the... Uh, the gold of the, the silver. Yeah. Myth. yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Jedi are the guardians. They're all dispossessed and don't want possessions and they're there to serve the Republic. It's true. I mean, it's for called sure. the Republic, for goodness sake. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it's funny. Nothing's new under the sun, right? <laughs> true that. True. Mm. Well, I reckon we wrap it up there, fellas. Keep it short and sweet. And um, for those listening, uh, we will put on Facebook uh, what version we're going to use. Um, gents, one of the things I wanted to trial just before we go is I actually want to read and I'm happy to do this before we do our episode and put it in post-production but I actually want to read um, the part we're going to discuss um, as part of the episode um, because I think a lot of people listening often don't have time to keep reading it Yeah. Um, which was one of the attractions of meditations because it's in tiny little snippets we could read like the snippet yep. we're discussing at the start and then talk it through kind of like if you're doing a bible study and you read a few bible verses and then talk about it so um i want to try that out with this book given it's only 20 something pages long we should in theory be able to i don't know read two or three pages at the start and then discuss that but until we look at it we won't really know so let's have a look at it and see if that'll work and yeah we'll go from there see if people Sounds like good. it like that format too yep all right, well, um, the Republic wasn't built in a day and neither middle-aged men and uh, neither is choosing what book to do next. So thanks for bearing with us and 
we'll catch you guys uh, soon with our first episode covering this new book. Uh, take care. We'll see you soon. Bye. See you. Bye.